Takeha. Hi everyone, you're listening to Bite Size Taiwanese, a brand new podcast giving you a taste of real everyday Taiwanese. This is Phil, and this is Alan. Welcome back. This is episode nine of the Newbie Level. Hey Alan, it's already the middle of November. Zap ikwe. All I can think about is Thanksgiving. Kam unche. Do you do anything to celebrate? Well, for Taiwanese, especially my generation, it's a little strange because we learn all about Kam Unche, Thanksgiving in school, and we see it on American TV shows and movies. So I know its origins by heart. But like many Taiwanese, I've never actually had a dinner for Kam Unche before. Wow! So even when you learned about it at school, there was never a special event or a meal. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever eaten turkey? Hueke. Oh, I've only had. Jai turkey rice, gagi <laughs> kebabam. <laughs> yeah, I've always been curious about that. So I thought turkeys were only native to North America. So how did that become such a Taiwanese dish? Supposedly, there was only chicken rice served in Taiwan before the 1950s, and then when the American troops came and were stationed all over Taiwan from the 1950s to 1979, turkeys hueke were brought over to Taiwan. In the beginning, turkey was about the same price as chicken, but had so much more meat. So local vendors in Jai Gagi decided to experiment with chicken rice recipes, but using hueke instead. So it soon became a hit. Wow, what a story! So that must be why people still call it kebabang, chicken rice, since ge means chicken and hueke means turkey. Right. So Alan, how is it usually prepared? It's quite simple. Usually, it's a bowl of steamed white rice, jiuapeng. Then pieces of shredded hueke turkey are sprinkled on top. Then juices from the hueke mixed with soy sauce, salt, sugar, and pour all over. And then all of that is topped with crispy fried shallots and sometimes pickled daikon. Wow, that sounds both simple and satisfying. <laughs> It definitely is. But this year, I'm thinking of finally making my own dinner for Gam Unjit Thanksgiving and inviting some friends over. But I'm not quite sure what to get at the store. Can you give me some suggestions? Yeah, of course. You know what? For today's episode, since you'll need to go to the market and get ingredients, why don't we talk about how to specify quantities? Okay, that sounds pretty useful. Let's do it. First, Alan, how many people, lang, are you inviting? Well, I'm going to invite five people, goerang. Okay, then for a dinner of six people, lak elang, you can probably get a whole turkey, jjiahuege. Anyway, if we have leftovers, we can always make kebabeng turkey rice, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's right. Good idea. I've never thought to do that. Anyway, as I think of ingredients, why don't you write them down? Ah,、uh, okay, I'm ready. Well, it's definitely not a Thanksgiving dinner unless you have mashed potatoes. So make sure to get a bag of potatoes. All right. So, chipaomaringji. Okay. Also, you definitely need to have stuffing or dressing. So get a loaf of bread. Chitiaopang. Get two onions. Nengliapchangtao. And a bunch of celery. Chitangkinchai. Hey, how about that? Red sauce they always have. Oh right, definitely you can't forget the cranberry sauce.、Oh. So get a bag of fresh cranberries too. Cranberries. Well, that's not a common fruit in Taiwan. I don't think there is a widespread Taiwanese translation for that. But I think some people call it ban wat 
Mm. Oh. Let's just use this term for <laughs> okay. now. So we'll need a bag of cranberries. Right, right. Okay. And okay, let's first stop here because I think we now have at least the bare minimum for Gamunjie Thanksgiving. But we should also talk about something else that's really important. You may have already noticed, but whenever we use the number to say how many people or things there are, like five people, one turkey, or a loaf of bread, there was always this extra word before the number and the noun. Right. In Taiwanese, this is called a counter, measure word, or classifier. So earlier, when Phil asked me how many people I was inviting, he asked, "Guie lang." Lang means people. Gui means how many. And that thing in the middle, a is a counter or measure word that has to be there because we're asking for a specific number of people. Right. And then when Alan answered five people, he also had to include a measure word. So I said go five. A a measure word used for people. Lang people. So all together go lang. So in English, we do something similar for collective nouns, which are nouns that represent a group or collection of something that we still consider like a single entity. For example, collective nouns like bread, paper, or water, we will use measure words to make them countable. So we would say two loaves of bread, three pieces of paper, or one drop of water. In Taiwanese, it's not just collective nouns, but all nouns that must include a measure word if they are counted. And there are different measure words for different nouns. So most measure words are used with nouns to describe a physical property like shape and size, or quantity like weight and value. So earlier today we gave the example of one loaf of bread, jiao pang. Jiao is a measure word that is used for long thin objects. That can be banned. <laughs> <laughs> I know sometimes the groupings seem really broad or vague, but it's often because the original sense of some measure words have expanded over time. For example, "diao," a measure word for long, thin objects that can be bent, it's also used to count roads. So even though you might not initially put loaves of bread and roads <laughs> in the same category, they actually still use the same measure word. Right. So two roads is. And today we already used a few measure words, so let's look at them all again. Earlier we said one turkey. Jia is a measure word used for animals, creatures, and also ships or boats. Jit is one, and huike is turkey, literally fire chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so all together, jia huike. All right. Uh, we also said. One bowl of steamed rice. One is itself the word for bowl, but it's also a measure word used for balls of something. Jit is one, and bung, of course, is cooked rice. So again, all together, jit one bung means one ball of cooked rice. Let's see. We also talked about one bag of potatoes. Jipao ma ling ji. Bao is a measure word used to specify a shape of a container. Bag, jit is one, and ma ling ji is potato. So jipao ma ling ji means one bag of potatoes. We also said two onions. Neng liap chang tao. Liap 
is a measure word for round objects. So like beads, round vegetables, and fruits, or even bombs on your body. Nung <laughs> <laughs> is two, and Chang Tao are those round white onions. So Nung Diap Chang Tao means two onions. And you may have also noticed that for the numbers one and two, we're using the counting form, jit and nung, because of course, we're counting things. <laughs> so also another thing we talked about was a bunch of celery. Jitzang kin cai. Zang means a measure word for a bunch of long stems still joined together, a stalk, or also for trees. Jit is one, and kin cai is celery. So, Jitzang kin cai means one bunch of celery. We should also say that some nouns can be used with more than one measure word, depending on the shape or form it takes. For example, we used diao for one loaf of bread, jitiao pang. But if we slice that bread into pieces, for each piece, we could use de, which is a measure word for piece, slice, or a chunk of something. So we have jite pang, a slice or piece of bread. You'll also find that some measure words seem to overlap in meaning. So there is a level of idiomatic usage. Unfortunately, you're going to have to learn over time which nouns use which measure words. But if you're ever not sure which measure word to use, you can always default to the general purpose measure word, eh? It's the measure word used for people and a catch-all for lots of nouns that actually don't fall into a specific measure word category. But you can still be understood if you use a instead of the more common measure word used with those nouns. It's just that it may sound a bit less natural. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's practice what we just learned. Hey, Alan, do you remember what to get in the supermarket? Sure. Jibao ma ling ji, neng diap chang tao, jizang kin cai. And don't forget, there's also pang. Ah, how many people are in your car? We're going to Gagi for I have two slices of bread that are about to go stale. Well, there are two roads you can choose from. Share one with me. Or throw them away. Nung de pang. Nung diao lo. All right, it's review time. Like usual, we'll say the English first and then the Taiwanese. First natural speed and then slowly. Practice by saying out loud with us. All right, let's get started. Thanksgiving holiday. Gam un jit. Gam un jit. Turkey. 
花鸡，花鸡，加一 turkey rice， 加一鸡巴饭，加一鸡巴饭。Measure word for animals, creatures, or ships and boats. 加，加。One turkey. 一只花鸡。一只花鸡 ，a bowl, a measure word for bowls of something. One, one. A bowl of cooked rice. 一碗饭，一碗饭。How many people? 几个人，几个人。Six people. 六个人，六个人。A general-purpose measure word used for people and things not already belonging to another category of measure word. A. A. A measure word for bags of something. 包，包。A bag of potatoes. 一包马铃薯，一包马铃薯。A measure word for long, thin objects that can bend. 条，条。A loaf of bread. 一条胖，一条胖。Two roads. 两条路。两条路 ，a measure word for pieces, slices, or chunks of something. 对，对 ，a slice or piece of bread. 一块胖，一块胖。a measure word for round objects. 叠，叠。Two onions. 两粒葱头，两粒葱头。A measure word for a bunch or stock of something, or for trees. 长，长。A bunch of celery. 一张青菜，一张青菜。A bag of cranberries. 一包满月圆，一包满月圆。Okay, that's it for today. To review what we discussed in this episode, visit our website bitesizetaiwanese.com and go to the episode page where you can find a quick recap of what we covered today. If you're looking for more practice and explanations, be sure to check out our downloadable workbook. Since there's only so much that we can cover in this short podcast, the workbook is where we get deeper into the topic and cover things like alternate pronunciations or regional variations, more grammar discussion, related vocabulary, tone changes, characters, and of course, extra audio files. Oh, so to really internalize what you've learned in today's podcast, it helps a lot to see things visually and actually produce answers yourself by doing the exercises. Try it out, and I'll bet you find that you retain things much better. 
chapter one is a free download. So go check it out for yourself by clicking on the link in the show notes. You can download the workbook individually by chapter or get the entire season. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please do let us know by leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you're using to listen to us. And don't forget to hit subscribe so that you always get our latest episodes. Thanks everyone for listening. 多谢大家收听。I'm Phil and I'm Alan. See you next time. 再会。